All right, Jits Cast episode two, Rasan and Mauricio and Tony. Saeto <laughs> Kaio. What's up? Jiu-Jitsu. All right, we got to talk about something. What do you, what do you guys want to talk about? Porra, guys. We can talk about Panams coming out. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Where's Panams? Panams in Irvine, California. Oh, that's a that's a big tournament. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Pan American yeah. Championship is a big tournament. Very, very prestigious. You know. Yeah. Each division is really strong. The guys that came from from Brazil and other countries are just the the top contenders on the on the other countries on Jiu-Jitsu. They, that the ones that are gonna have a sponsorship to come here to the United States to compete, or the Brazilians that already are here competing. Or, you so know? how does that work in Brazil when you get a sponsor? They, they, they pay for you guys to come up here? Yeah, it yeah. works like that. Sometimes not in the same magnitude financially, uh, but it's much harder. You know, sometimes the guy always offers some help in equipments or uh, 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 a few hundred bucks a month for the guy plays in some big tournament, the guy gets some more bonus for the victory and many different contracts. I have guys have good contracts, a lot of guys don't have too much and uh, for for determinated brands it's interesting for them to put their name out there and how, even if they don't give too much for, for a lot of uh, people, they still putting their names there in a cheap price. That's good only for the companies, no? Yeah, yeah, I remember back in the day, everybody was had so many patches on their gi, you could barely even see their gi. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like that anymore, though, for, uh, for Jiu-Jitsu. No, they have, uh, it's better, you know, better for, it. I think nice to have some patches on the gi to represent the people that help you, to represent your academy. That That's an honor for you, you know, to su support your sponsors and your the people that help you and support you in your journey. But by the same time, the sport is growing and the, the, the things has to be kind of professional, to give, to give a good, good return for the, the sponsors too, as an image, and to the fighters, you know? Yeah, now they have uh, the IBJJF that has very strict guidelines on what you can. So when we say sponsorship, usually it's, uh, you'll see the, the person sponsors, they'll have patches on their gi. Yeah. And uh, IBJJF, which is like the biggest jiu-jitsu, I guess, tournament. Yes. Yeah. They have guidelines on exactly where you can put it. So now you see like way less patches and stuff. But I think in some of the other tournaments, you can still have, you can be all patched up and shit. And then in judo, it's still patched up, right? Zero patched up. Zero? Yeah. No, not anymore? Country in the back of the oh, okay. But back in the day, it used to be all patched up, right? No? Uh, Oh. Yeah, judo is very restricted always. Even on Olympics or any big event of judo, it's just white gears or blue gears, I think. We white and blue now, right? White and blue and one patch representing the country or the, the club that he goes on the back and that's it. Not too much stuff. Well, since we have Tony on, we can talk a little bit about judo because I've always well, been interested. Uh, Tony's a black belt in judo and a brown belt in jiu-jitsu. Tony, I want you to tell the, your judo history in Lebanon, man. I know that's pretty condecorated, bro. And I want you to talk about that. Well, yeah, I start, you know, my uncle on the gym. I start when I was five years old. And, uh, well, I have a rough childhood, you know? So it's not like I was committed 100%, but soon I turned 14, I was really committed to judo. I make a, when I was 14, 16, 17, and 19, I make natural champion four times. Uh, before I received my black belt, I was competing against guy adult 90% of the time. Uh, At what age? Like 14? 
14, 15. Wow. <laughs> so, well, 14, 15, I was national champion as, uh, as, as 14, 15 years old. But when I was 16, 17, I competed as an adult. Uh, it's a good experience. I mean, sports is in my blood. I fell in love in jiu-jitsu four years ago, five years ago. What made, you come, ago. What made you come to jiu-jitsu? Mauricio. Yeah? <laughs> I was, I, you know, I was, you know, to be honest, I tore my ligament uh, two times, my ACL, MCL, LCL. Like, I have almost like my knee kind of, you know, I couldn't do any sport. So that was the uh, last time I blew my knee, I was in San Jose State University. You know, I was at the jiu-jitsu team in 2001, 2000, 2001 when I, that was my second surgery of blew my knee. And I promised myself I would never touch the mat after that, you know. Uh, I was too much injury for me. Yeah. That's what, you know, slowed me down on any big tournament. It was the injury. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I believe in 2011, you know, I reached a certain age, the old age you can say. Yeah. And I went to my doctor for a checkup and I was borderline almost with every single major thing. And he told me, yeah, go ahead, you're gonna be almost 300 pounder and you're gonna be fat and you're gonna have a heart problem and you're gonna be cholesterol and you're gonna have all, you know, etc. you know? That's a good doctor. A lot of doctors that, in America that won't tell you that shit. Yeah. yeah Irritates me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, especially with my, you know, my family history, you know, it, you know, heart problem, a couple of things. So, well, I decided to enjoy gym. The first gym I logged in, I was looking, actually, I look at a couple uh, gym around the area here, but you know, back then was called uh, Certex when I yeah, here. Yeah. and uh, I was gonna. I, I promised myself. I promised my family. I won't. I won't put the gi on. I won't. I won't do any like grappling. I don't want to ruin my knee again. My knee, okay. take care. So I signed up for a multi, multi stand up, whatever you yeah. call it. Yeah. You know, first one week, first two weeks, I started enjoy it. But then, then I I saw Mauricio with a couple. He has a Brazilian guy here and couple guys you know high level guys they were rolling right here it's like you know what shit fuck I can do it I mean it yeah. looked simple that not too many pressure not too much pressure on my knees like you know the guys 90% of the time on the ground okay. you know and I talked to Mauricio and uh, from from that day I never stopped five days a week sometimes twice a day nice nice I never stopped that's the, that's the way you got to do it. Uh, you probably hear this on the podcast uh, more than this, but there's this thing called jiu-jitsu math. It's basically it's how much mat, mat time you put in. So if you're only coming to the gym one, two times a week, you're only putting in maybe four hours. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people think, oh, well, how do these black belts become black belts in you know, th- you know, two, three years? Yeah. Well, it's because yeah. they've accumulated so much time in those two, three years. Yeah. It's, still, it's the same math. They're just doing it more than you are. You know what I mean? Like I've been doing this for like two, a little over two years now, and I'm a blue belt, but there's people that have done it in two years that have put in Five, five, six times the time I've been on the mat. And I come four days a week now. Um, but still, just that, that math accumulates. Yeah. That's where you get the skills. True, true. I love the game, you know? That's, that's, you know, love to compete. I mean, a lot of, lot of guys, they're really busy in this life about working and family thing. And, you know, they don't have no time to go compete or if they have the time to train, but they don't have the time to compete or if they want to compete, but they don't have the time to train. Yeah. So, you know, I was blessed. I live like exactly less than 10 minutes away from the gym. I work two minutes from the gym. <laughs> you know, I couldn't put the time, you know, on self-employee, so, you know, I don't have to report to any boss, so I just put my gears and... You are the boss. I mean, yeah, but, you know, <laughs> I don't, I mean, you know, I don't, I mean, you know, 
I'm kind of blessed about something like that, so I love it. I love it. Yeah, the Jiu-Jitsu math is pretty clear, man, pretty clear, you know, because you see tournaments sometimes the guys, no matter what, especially the guys blue, purple, brown belts, it's a high-level competition too, man. Of course, after you took a black belt and I'm going to compete your first tournament as a black belt, it's different history now. <laughs> You're finding black belts that are there for three years already, you know, yeah. fighting 10 minutes on that pace and it's different pressure, you know, uh, on the black belt tournaments. Yeah. But the, the, the competition is pretty intense on the blue belts and purple and brown is intense and high level, you know, but uh, this is what makes the difference there. Some guys will compete as a blue belt and they train four hours a week. One hour, one hour, four times a week, right? Coming here to the gym, train, roll hard, this and that. But they're gonna compete with somebody else that is competing in training two or two and a half hours a day, yeah. you know? If you put the guys like, younger guys, blue belts, adult, 17, 18, 19 years old, you know, uh, 17, 18, they're in school still. So what they do is, is go to school and training. And the guys that already have more responsibility and like to train are the guys that are gonna compete better because they're gonna potentialize their time. By this time, 18, 17, the kids only do shit, you know. The guys that commit with the responsibility to go training and to the gym when they are 17, 18, 19, 20 years old, Blue belt competing, this guy has to to train a lot, man. Actually, that's one of the things I like about jiu-jitsu competitions is that there's uh, there's different, uh, I guess, classes like age brackets, right? Yeah. So if so, uh, you know, I'm 36, uh, so I fight. I think it's master one or two, yep. depends on what tournament I'm in. But so I'm only going to fight guys that are my age, unless I sign up and say I can go down. Yep. But usually it's somebody that's your age, and so you can almost kind of assume that somebody around your age is probably gonna have around the same time as you do to do jiu-jitsu because obviously you get older in life you have kids shit like that you have you have to work so you're not gonna have to face that 17 year old kid unless you want to yeah. that has all the time in the world <laughs> plus age on their side yeah of course that's the, the the that's one of the reasons they put this this uh, um master divisions you know but you see master division have a lot of guys 32 33 35 is not old my friend no 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 36 37, 38, <laughs> four. you see guys like 43. 40, 43, <laughs> and the guys keep fighting, Master 3, 4, 5, and you're going to see the match of the fucking fight, man. And sometimes it doesn't even you matter. Know? Like, uh, look at Gina. Uh, she trains here. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure she's a couple years older than me, but she's a beast. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter what age bracket she's going to fight in. She's just going to... Yeah. put a nice show, though. Yeah. 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 For sure. Something you know, you can. Yeah. If yeah. you... I think about the, the, the competition... When you're getting older, it's because you're getting older, your responsibility is going to be growing, you know. And to keep on the circuit, you have to spend a lot of money, spend a lot of time, or you only do that of your life, or you you can you cannot be going to compete every weekend, everywhere, different city. It's hard. Yeah, but right? the, the training part, though, I think people say they don't have time, but they have time. Yeah. Like, if you have time to sit there and watch TV, Correct. you have time to sit there. No, no, I'm to, telling you about to train, not about, about to compete. Oh, it's compete? All right, all right. Compete. Training is, you have to like, you think I'm here, my time, I'm going to compete. Start to compete every time, everywhere, when you have a, a, a work and, oh, I cannot take a, two days off a month to go compete. 
Yeah. Stay your boss, have a very, be a very nice guy, have, have, have some guys that support that sport. Say, okay, go compete, go for it. That helps, but... If I didn't work on Sundays, I'd go to more tournaments, but I work on Sundays. Yeah. So this part sucks for me. I like, I so, same thing, no, no, change your job and change your job and... Oh. Go Sunday, no. It's on, it's, on, it's on the list of, you know, doing something different. Hey, Karen, take care, my friend. That funny, for the last five years, the day off on a weekend I have, only when I have tournament, when I'm competing. Really? For the last five years, Mauricio knows better. Wow. I, work, I work seven days. I mean, I have my own business. I mean, yeah. you just can't take... I've, I take off only for training, yeah. and I will take off only for on the weekend just for tournament. Yeah. That's, that's I got to take time off for the baby. It's going to be great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah now we have Bella's coming yeah. to be with the, with the baby. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna slow me down, but hopefully not. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it's gonna slow me down for 2016 season. Yeah, I was I was planning to, you know, compete all major big tournament mm-hmm. around California. But yeah, oh, you'll, you'll come back to it. Like it's yeah. only it's only oh, rough for a couple Japan months. Go to Japan. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We gonna go to Japan. I go there. Master two. The nice thing Black about belt. Yeah. Oh, my bracket is pretty tough, man. Yeah. Have ten. I, well, the last time I checked was ten people. Yeah. Oh, I so see who was there, but it was nine. But I signed up, it was nine again, nine people. Let's break it down for people that don't know anything about jujitsu. When we talk about a bracket and how many people had in his bracket, if it says ten people, he has to fight like three times. Three times, and that's like basically in maybe a row. four. Yeah, that's, that's all in one day. You know what I mean? That's if and if you decide to cut weights, it's the same day. So you weigh in the same day you compete. Yeah, and they you, they call you your bracket, you waiting, and you go fight. Yeah, it's a real weight. And you it's, if you win, you gotta fight again, and then win again, go again. Yeah. So it's, if it's you tough. lost, you go home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you go to the locker room, shower, very sad. Oh, fuck, I lost. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. And then you're gonna look at that and say fuck it, and then you go train more in the next one. So I wanna win this shit. Yeah. When you have this competition background, poor. That was talking like when I was 18. 17, 18, 19, two of my 20s. Oh, I was blue belt, I was training six hours sometimes. A day? Once in a while. <laughs> but basically, because some days I was in the morning at the gym, two, then, then 12 to two, then I lift weights afternoon, and then I go back to the gym at night. I would to school in the morning, jiu-jitsu at lunchtime, then I would do my physical at afternoon around three o'clock, and then I would go back to the gym seven o'clock, wow. two more two hours of jiu-jitsu. Well, back then I was 17 years old. I was yeah. on the school at morning, and all the rest of the day was jiu-jitsu training, competing. Blue belt, purple belt, brown belt, black belt, MMA, and there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So what was that like transitioning over to uh, MMA from Jiu-Jitsu? When I began to train Jiu-Jitsu, was to do MMA actually, it looks like. Really? Because, yeah. So you started I, training back when it was first uh, getting big, right? Yeah, it was ni- 1996 I began yeah. to train, 1997 almost, yeah, 1997. I was turning 17 years old when I began to train Jiu-Jitsu. I have some friends, Gabriel Vela, he's my good friend and he, I was already training by that time, and I bought one gear one day. I have this friend, Rodrigo Favari, too, very nice friend, since we kids. And then he was training at Flavio Bering Jiu Jitsu, and Gabriel was training at Ryan. 
and Alberto and Betinho too, training Ryan, my good friends. And then I was in, oh, where I go train, I bought a gi, and then I meet Gabriel in front of the, the our sports club uh, front desk. And then we drive to Ryan Gracie Gym in 1997, February 17, 1997. And then begin the journey. Did you get smashed on the first day? Poor, yes. <laughs> but back there, man, you know, when I went to the I have a, didn't have too much brown belts or, or black belts. We had Rodrigo as a purple belt and have some blue belts, more uh, uh, advanced and a lot of blue belts, a lot of brown, uh, uh, purple belts, not too much, a lot of blue belts, a lot of white belts, tough, man, and there was a war. Sometimes you did training, have uh, 40, 50 people on the mats. Well, I think what's crazy about jiu-jitsu is that when you first start, a blue belt might as well be a fucking black belt. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, you got no chance. Man. <laughs> you got no chance. Dude, I used to go tournament purple belt. Like, guys been purple for 11 years. Wow. I mean, like... Wow. Mm. I heard a lot of guys stop at purple belt for some reason. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's strange. Yeah. Like, you're almost there. Yeah, it's, that is the time of example. They age a lot. The guy 20... 21, 22, 23 years old, purple belt. It's not old, but 20. Then he have to be and to imagine the guys is a, a purple belt. Take care, Henrique. Have a good weekend, my friend. And the guy's 23, turning or he has to work in school. He's still for this. I'm still purple belt. I'm gonna train once in a while. And I'm gonna finish my school and all that, and a lot of people quit. That's natural, man. Yeah. You know, it's not normal. Jiu Jitsu is a martial art that every 100 guys that begin to train, only three turn the purple belt. Yeah. Well, once you get the purple belt. The though, purple belt? No, black, black belt. belt. Yeah. I think once you get the purple, though, for like most people, that's like, that's pretty high. Pretty high yeah, I was purple belt with 20 years old. Wow. Late 20 years old, I was purple belt already. I begin to train in 17, 17, 18, 19, 2007, 1997. Then middle 1997, I get my blue belt. Then 97, 98, 99, 2000. Late 2000, I get a, a purple belt, blue, a purple belt, late 2000. Oh. Then 2001, 2002, 2003, late 2001, 2002, and 2003, brown belt. December 2003, 20 December 2003, December 20, 2003, black belt. Nice. All right, let's talk about some bullshit. Uh, fights over the weekend, Bellator, oh, was it 160 or 159 or something like that? They have the heavyweights, two good fights. Mm -hmm. King Shake Kong and Vinicius Spartans, the Brazilian guy. Oh, I missed that one. No, they're going to oh, no, fight this weekend. No, no, I'm talking about the one that, uh, Ah, the last, last one, the one. Fucking freak show. Porra, the last one was... <laughs> porra, somebody almost died, but that, you know, is their show. Uh, how, did they, that, how was he even fighting, though? How did he pass the medicals? I mean, 
the guy was he had titties like seriously the guy had titties I don't know, and he was man. fighting in like slow motion uh, the, both of them were, were like throwing slow motion punches yeah was was we're, sorry was we're talking about the, the Kimbo versus uh, Dada Fight yeah I know I know yeah. these guys did oh, clear maybe not in a good shape you know but if they had the, the tests the California Commission is really restricted to the shit you know man I think they're fighting in Texas, right? Or I don't know like they fought. But even but this, the, the exams, probably they made the exams and give to the doctors. And the, but actually, they shape were terrible, you know? Yeah, because so Dada 5000 almost died. He had kidney failure and he had uh, his heart stopped after the fight. Yeah. So he had to go be taken to the hospital. I think he's still in the hospital. Yeah, oh, wow. this is yeah. A, it's a bad man. Like, he had to stop because of exhaustion. And I was just like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> if that happened, needed to see who gave him the license to fight. Sometimes yeah. the Bellator, the guy give a license there. They show, okay, you have a license. Yeah. Who give a license for the guy? Who made the exams on the guy? What can athletic commission control the, 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 that city? That's their responsibility. Not Bellator's responsibility. Tours there to, to do the show. Yeah, that, if the but the fight was horrible. Yeah, yeah, both. both and the fight was <laughs> both both main events were hard to watch, man. You know. Yeah, the the, uh, the other one was the uh, Ken Shamrock versus uh, Horse Gracie. Yeah. Which first of all, I mean the guys are they're, I think Ken Shamrock's fifty two, uh, Horse Gracie's forty nine. Yeah. I mean this isn't the fucking senior league, guys. <laughs> it's like they they were good fighters back in the day, but I mean they're they're getting older. They're, past, they're way past their, their they prime. Were. They were legends. Yeah. They're still legends. Yeah, but they, they I, fight. I don't want to see yeah, the fight. Yeah, but man. that way I didn't want to see the fight. But you know what? When I begin to watch the, the UFC back in the days, man, I watch Royce, man. Boy, what he did back there, who would have balls to do? Him, Higgson, all these guys that... that, that uh, uh, big guys. They yeah. develop and they, and they show the jiu-jitsu for the world, you know? And... Sometimes the guys fall another, but he likes to fight. He likes to put himself there on the fire, you know? What the fuck? Of course, gonna make some money. That's natural in life, you know? But to have a, no matter what, you just to enter there and fight. If the fight was horrible, it was horrible. <laughs> Actually, no, I, I wouldn't mind watching uh, Hoist Gracie do jiu-jitsu. Like, yeah. like uh, you know, Metamorphs or Polaris, yeah. something like that. Cause then it's, it's a little different, but I think in MMA though, uh, I, I just I don't I don't get it. I think he's kind of tarnishing his uh, his legacy. I mean he's still going to be a legend no matter what. Yeah. But to, but to have the last fight like that, it's like I mean I mean he won, but yeah. you know it was just like yeah. That was on the the referee's fault. So basically, Hoist Gracie need uh, came near, shadow balls. The, yeah, it was it hit his cup. So obviously yeah. it's going to uh, hurt your balls. And then I guess what Kim was saying is that it, one of his balls came out of his cup, and that's the reason why he went down like that because he was worried about getting uh. hit again. And so he said all he needed was time to put his balls back in his cup. And so, but, you know, a hoist Yeah, that was, top, but so, hoist yeah. was not Royce's fault. No, no, no. Was, was the half, half-free. Yeah. But they, they had a, a, a very experienced half-free there on the day. I don't know if Joe McCarthy was there or somebody else yeah. was there. They put another guy to that. That's a fight you need a, a legend to shoot you. If you're two legends fighting, yeah. like that, one mistake like that, yeah. everybody may be, okay, want to watch the fight. Kim Sherlock have this thing with Royce. Royce beat him, you know, one time. The other time was a draw. Mm. And this time would be the checkmate, you know. See the, then the referee did a shit like that, no matter what. Mess up with the show of everybody. 
Yeah, especially when you're that old. I mean, somebody could have busted a hip or some shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I said somebody could have busted a hip or something. You know, they're, they're yeah. that old. And to have somebody yeah. that's like kind of, that's not, the guy wasn't even in the right spot to be looking to see if he got hit in the nuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. The referee was totally in the wrong position. It was just, I don't know, man. It wasn't good. It wasn't it's good for call. MMA. Yeah. Bad call. Yeah. But then what else happened? We had another fight. Uh, what was the UFC fight that happened last weekend? You know what? You didn't watch it? Who? I forgot who was fighting. Brazilian guy, cowboy versus cowboy. There we go. Yeah, yeah. triangle finish. Triangle finish, man. Yeah, cowboy is a... The Serrone <laughs> is a tough guy, man. Yeah. You know? Serrone yeah. is a tough guy. And he fought both great divisions comfortable, you know? Maybe he suffered a little to make 155, but 170 he was comfortable. He was solid. And But stand up, the Brazilian guy, Hitting him with a good shots, better shots. Yeah. So the fight was no, he wasn't. He, he was never kind of in danger, but he he was being uh, uh, domi- not dominated, like big get beaten. But the Brazilian guy, even kind of maybe sloppy, were more aggressive and hitting more him. Yeah. You know, then they take down in the triangle. Poor. He got in the triangle. He got in the triangle from the mountain, if I don't mind. Or if yeah. I don't well, yeah. yeah, I heard he had the arm out, too, and this morning I was asking, like, how can you get an arm out? Um, so usually when you finish a triangle, it's when the arm's kind of going across your, your body. Yeah. Um, but if somebody, if it's tight enough, you know, yeah. you don't need the... <laughs> yeah, he get there, and the, the arm was not across the face, but maybe the pressure, and if he was already tired, and was a pressure, the guy's tired, skipping to survive, locking the triangle, Oh, the triangle very locked. His arm back there. He say, "Oh man, tap." Yeah. You know, it's hard. I'm looking forward to that uh, Conor McGregor versus uh, Nick Diaz. Oh, that's yeah. gonna be nice. Oh, you know? the press conference. You guys watch yeah, press conference? Yeah, I'm sad. <laughs> I would like to see really. Yeah. I would really like to see the the fight with those Angels. You know. Yeah. I think those Angels was in a good timing of his career. He's beating guys up, you know, he's contundent, he's solid, his wrestling is high level now, he's physical. I think he he's very mature and very he on is. his prime as a fighter, I think, you know? He is, yeah. he is, but there's, you don't have to forget something about McGregor, nothing to lose. No, yeah. and McGregor like is a fucking mind, other you know? other guy, and he know he, how to fight that guy, he's fight. not stupid. And he's not like he's, he's not there belt. for like, an accident. He's free to fight him, like, you know, he probably can't play more. Can, you know. I think it's kind of weird though that they're, uh, you know, Conor McGregor got the belt, but he hasn't defended it once, and he's already doing super fights. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on, man. That's kind of like if I was in another division, I'd be pretty pissed. You know what I mean? Yeah, but this is business, man. This is, this and they have to play yeah. the UFC business, man. Oh yeah. Boy, the UFC like him, he bring a lot of money for the company. He is the company now. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. stands for Conor. So. He, he he getting on the business in a way, I think, for the first time, a guy talk a lot of shit and he actually did what he was talking, he you know? He back, yeah. he back it up. He back it up. How he said, I back you up. I back <laughs> you up. <laughs> you know? That one, that one punch knockout was great, though. Yeah. I was like, damn. That was like laser focus. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. That's we'll a, see how long was, he can back it up. I th- yeah, it's like, yeah. was was a good knockout because he see he saw what he was doing. Was not an accident. Oh, he closed the eyes and, and threw the hand. You know, he he, he threw the hand. He see what he he could see. He was understanding what he was doing. You know, he trained for that. He, he did conscious. The thing is, 
Ah, but it's too fast accident. No. What happened is the opportunity came to him on that moment, on that second. And he took the opportunity, you know. Was, of course, he loved, maybe what you can say, he was lucky and fortunate. The opportunity came early on the fight, is 13 seconds. But he visualized the opportunity on that second and took it. You cannot deny that from him. I think a lot of people that say that any fight, when somebody quote unquote got lucky, it's like, look, motherfucker, he threw the punch. It yeah. wasn't lucky. It was like he wanted to knock no, him out. No, sometimes <laughs> lucky punch, you, you can see. He did see. it in his career. It's not yeah. like you see some lucky, yeah. lucky punch for me is that guys that two brawlers, you know, oh, yeah, they are like yeah. banging each other, exploding, punching. Two, one of the guys took a shot and don't see yeah. that took a shot. And the guy that even threw the shot, he didn't even see the shot hitting him. He throw and then when he go back to the scene, he saw the guy on the ground. Oh, that's a lucky punch. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. What I can see, he have a lucky moment. On that moment, he revisualized what he was training for. Opa, he's here. Boom! And get don't, it. Don't, don't forget, we are Jiu-Jitsu broadcast right now. No, no, no. We, we can talk about MMA though, no, too. Just, yeah. I, just, I, you know, MMA is, it's a sport, so. Yeah, it's not, it's not a real it's not, fight, but it's, yeah. it's the closest you can get. To a real fight for right now. Yeah. For right now. Yeah. Have you guys seen that? Uh, they have the guys. Let's do. In, uh, Hassan, let's put some money on a new MMA show. We can do a, a bare knuckle, no minutes fight. Oh, bring back some valet too. Yes. Yeah. Man. <laughs> then we go and offer like to these guys. Hey, man, you wanna? You are champion of the world. Yeah. Ten million. You have one ten million, twenty million. <laughs> You're gonna fight that guy there, bare hands in a cage without ring, without. Without time, without, without ref. Yeah. No, we can ref just to separate and <laughs> yeah, a, a, cor yeah. a towel on the corner. For your corner, when you're dying, throw the towel. That's crazy. Dying. Well, just even you know? without crazy. gloves, that so, changes the whole thing because you can't throw without amount of power all yes, the time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So the real fight, yeah. the, the bare hands, that was the point, you know. That's no time rounding. Not, the referee will not tell you, oh, it's stalling. Yeah, yeah. Because was, you don't have yeah. time to fight. It's a 30-minute fight, 40-minute round. That's why I kind of liked, uh, remember Pancrase? Yeah. They had like, I think it was like 30 minutes for the first round or something like that. Yeah. That was, that was really Even Pride was yeah. 10 minutes the first round and two extra five minutes on, on Japan. On yeah. Pride. Yeah. One round, 10 minutes is a lot. That would change. If they change even only this rule here, talk to Tony Vacondeos. Okay. All right. All right, Tony. Okay. Yeah. You're about to end it pretty soon. Anyway. Yep. All right. Good. But yeah, having a longer fight, which definitely changing. I think basically people are sprinting. You know what I mean? Because you have it's just five minutes. I mean, five yeah. minutes is a long time if you're actually fighting. But if you're like a, a trained, you know, fighter, it's, yeah, you know, you, you're training you can't for those course, five minutes. You don't gonna guess out. Yeah. You know, you can control your pace, attack, and you know you can program what you do. Say, okay, maybe if I try this and finish in danger, it's 30 seconds to end. Yeah, I hold myself there, and that's 30 seconds. I've, yeah, you know. Or even the guy on top, on the top position, you have, oh, I just need to hold it here for more than two minutes, one minute. I just throw some punches, yeah. the minute go away, and I won the round. No, if you on top somebody in a 30-minute round fight, it's a 30 minutes that they have freedom, gonna touch you, man. Yeah, yeah. So That's I, a fight. I always thought, you know, it's Don't weird. wanna say that two minutes, oh, okay, you're not working, okay. Yeah. But sometimes a, a jiu-jitsu fighter need a time to defend himself, set up his attack, be safe, you know? And then control your opponent on top and have time to go like Anaconda, smashing him and controlling him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like today when we were rolling, you had Mount and I was just getting crushed. Yeah. I couldn't fucking get out. Like, I've never been to like Mount where I just, I literally couldn't move. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. God damn it. 
That's like it's that, that feeling is like it's so bad, but that you can't move. So and then imagine you stay there and that was that was the feeling like poha. This guy's here now and I don't it is it's not about oh I just need to have my 30 seconds and the round finish and then I get out of this guy mount on me yeah. safe. No. 30 seconds, no, the guy is gonna be beating you and controlling you for one minute, two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, five minutes. You yeah. cannot, you know? I think you see a lot more guys verbally tap and just quit. Yeah. Yeah. Say, man, stop. Enough. enough. Yeah. Enough. All right. Anyway, it's been about 30 minutes, so we don't want to make these too long. Make it nice and sweet. Great. And short. So. Okay, guys, it was nice. Let's do this often now. It's funny. Yeah. We'll be on uh, next week sometime. Yeah. Thank you, Hassan. Yeah. Wait, Mauricio.